We're roughly one-third into the Major League Baseball season. Out to the KDUS hotline we go. We're now joined the sports zone by Bob Nightingale of USA Today. And, Bob, boys, good to have you. Let's start with the Diamondbacks. Ten games above 500 for the first time since 2018. What has most impressed you about the Diamondbacks to start the season? Well, just the outfield. I mean, uh, this guy's stepping up, and they're so loaded. And you got some uh, you know, major league outfielders at, at AAA. But they, uh, particularly guys like, you know, Payton Smith and stuff, guys, you know, really weren't counting on. You know, McCarthy's come up and played well after uh, a little stint to the minor leagues. So, uh, yeah, and they, you know, the pitching is held up there. I didn't think the bullpen could handle it. Uh, they're kind of bending but not breaking. We'll see what happens in you know, the second half. But they've been uh, hanging in there. After the first two months, uh, should Diamondbacks fans be uh, now disappointed if they don't reach the postseason? Uh, maybe mildly disappointed. I mean, because there's you know extra playoff spots, everything else, at least a, a wild card berth. I mean, who thought the uh, you know who thought the Padres, the uh, the Mets, the Phillies would be struggling like they are, uh, particularly the uh, the Padres. So yeah, probably a little, you know mildly disappointed. But I think hugely disappointing that they're not a uh, a major player next year. If not win the division, certainly uh, they should be in the, in the playoffs of wild card game. I'll get to the pod race here momentarily in a couple of minutes. But uh, staying with the Diamondbacks for a minute, uh, you you might have tipped your hand here a little bit. What what might be looking to add before the trade deadline? Do you think? Well, I think the guy to be careful. I mean, you just went through this painful rebuilding process. So you're not going to give away prospects just to go for it. You don't know how deep you're going to go. I mean, obviously anything can happen in the playoffs, but realistically, you know, you got the two big boys and the, and the, the dot with the Padres and you know, little little after that. Uh, so I think, you know, you got be careful. You you know, might go get some help, some uh, bullpen help, but you don't want to trade away any you know big time prospects. Maybe some Marshall guys. Maybe extra outfielder who you don't think you need, that sort of thing. But I don't see him being, a, you know, making a major trade and say, okay, we're going to abandon uh, everything we did for the rebuild and just go for it right now. Uh, not necessarily sticking with the Diamondbacks here, but you know, maybe they'd get a starting pitcher too. But what, what is a starting pitcher market looking like right now at the deadline or before the deadline? Well, probably the, uh, the team people to look out for now is Chicago White Sox. You know, you got a uh, Lucas Giolito's there. Uh, you know, they're not, not going to trade Dylan Cease. Uh, you got Lance Land. His numbers don't look good, but he had pitched well until yesterday, uh, the last three or four starts. So, uh, you know, those guys, you know, jump out. There's not a whole lot out there in the trade market itself, just because you know there's so much there's so much mediocrity. I mean, look at the National League. There's not a single team uh, outside of four and a half games out of a playoff first. So, you know, most teams can't give up. Uh, so, yeah. So, I would think the uh, the White Sox would be a very popular team at, at the trade deadline. How about, uh, you know, there's always a bullpen scramble before the deadline. And, and I think there are a lot of contending teams that need to add to their bullpens this year. Uh, so, who are, you know, who might be moving as far as bullpen arms? And are there any, like, legitimate closers out there that might actually be traded? I can't think of one, Bob. And Ronald Chapman, you know, uh, was an all-star closer. You know, still still having a very solid year. You know, could be a big help, uh, you know, for someone. I'm not sure if you still want him closing. 
but certainly it could be in the back end of bullpen. Uh, yeah, otherwise nobody jumps out. I mean, you know, when you look at the really bad teams, you know, they don't have that closer that that, that you want. Uh, you know, could the Rockies deal with somebody like a, a Daniel Bard? I mean, that's possible. But you know, he's not even pitch, he's not even closing games out right now. So yeah, it'd be interesting. But yeah, there's no you know real closer that jump out at you. You know, would the Pirates trade Bednar, or they don't have to trade him, right? So would they just uh, keep him for you know, another year at least? Yeah, I mean, they're knocking the door. I mean, the NL Central is so weak. Uh, if you're ever going to contend, you need a closer like Bednar, and uh, he's fabulous. And it's like when teams call, you know, the Reds about Diaz. I mean, he's probably going to make the All-Star team uh, having a lights-out season. But you know, he's cheap. He's not even arbitration eligible. It's like you know, you have to give up your farm system to get a guy like that. Is it's just not. It's just not worth it. Okay, the Dodgers. They're they're kind of running out of starting pitchers here. Uh, might they have to need some arms before the trade deadline? They might. I mean, they got so many young kids. You know, they got you know, if they want, they get anybody they want. They got five guys that uh, class double A or maybe major league starters. Uh, you know, maybe upper level major league starters. So we'll see what they do. Uh, you know, they they got all the you know the Bobby Miller now. You know, is a talented guy. Uh, we'll see what happens with them, but I think I think their patience is running out with Noah Syndergaard. Uh, not sure he'll be making the next start. It's just the same thing, you know, time after time, four or five innings, give up, you know, five six runs. It's starting to get old and taxing that bullpen. Bob Nightingale of USA Today, currently in the Sports Zone. All right, there's several disappointing teams. I've narrowed this down to like three for the purposes of a poll question today. San Diego, Seattle, Toronto. Which of those three teams do you think is most likely to make even just a you know to, to make a playoff run or make the playoffs in twenty twenty three? I think Toronto would be my number one. Uh, Seattle number two because that pitching's so great. Uh, San Diego, I'm just gonna lay in a hurry here. The uh, they're just not doing it offensively. Something's not right in that clubhouse. I mean they. Uh, to have all that star talent and not be able to hit. Now, you know, I'm not, I'm not crazy about the rotation, but that's the least of their problems right now. I mean, when you're, uh, when they had 12 or 13 games now, when they just scored zero or one run. So, yeah, that, that one, you better get going. Uh, you know, I, I think the Padres don't make the playoffs. They might, they might be the most underachieving team in baseball history. Yeah, the, they're twenty-five and thirty right now. Uh, you, what can they do, or can they do anything to solve their issues? You mentioned the offense, and you know, probably I thought before the season started they maybe need to add some some you know pitching arms, but you know, now they can't score. Yeah, they can't score. Uh, yeah, the pitching is. Uh, I think starting rotation is you know mediocre, particularly that kind of payroll. Uh, you know, bullpen you know solid, not great. But yeah, I mean, you see guys like you know Juan Soto and uh, those guys, uh, you know, not producing. Bogart has been struggling. You just wonder what you know what's going on there. And I'm not sure what they can do. I would trade, uh, I would trade Soto in the offseason and see if you kind of shake things up there. But otherwise, I think they're kind of a, uh, you know, you know, they got to stay with what they have. I, I can't see them trading any big pieces uh, offensively and make themselves better. The Mariners, 29-27 and 27 after their uh, 1-0 10-inning victory last night over the Yankees. 
do, do the Mariners have the best? Maybe the let's rephrase that: the deepest pitching staff, rotation, and bullpen in baseball. Do they have it? Certainly, rotation. I'll go with you on that one. I mean, I remember last year talking to Dusty Baker, but they played them in the first round. I said, I think it's your toughest matchup. And uh, he said, Yeah, this kid of daylight and out of me. And they could have won all three of those games, uh, Seattle. Uh, they had leads on all of them. So, or, you know, more late innings, uh, at least tied. So, no, I, I think that's the last team you want to face in the, in the postseason. That's why I think, you know, they could easily uh, make the playoffs and cause a whole lot of, lot of problems. I mean, Julio Rodriguez is finally starting to heat up here too. So they got they a lot of talent, and I I think the uh, I think they're still going to make the, the playoffs. They really do. I mean, no one's coming. You know, it's almost like both leagues. You're not going to have a wild card team come from the AL Central. You're not going to have a wild card team come from the NL Central. They need some offensive help, however. Would they maybe trade an arm for a uh, starting – not sorry, a starting pitcher? Well, it could be a starting pitcher. Would they you know, would, would they actually trade an arm for some offensive help, basically, is what I'm asking. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, maybe like a Marco Gonzalez type thing, but I don't see uh, them trading a uh, – you know, one of those young prize guys. They're just too valuable. So, you know, maybe uh, Marco Gonzalez would be about, about it, I would think. Okay, the Blue Jays also 29-27. What's happened with Alex Manoa, and what can the Jays uh, – what do they need to do to turn it around? Yeah, I mean, they got away uh, – the, the offense has been the problem. I mean, even you've got a guy like a, uh, you know, uh, uh, Rero, you know, hasn't, hasn't been that same guy. Uh you know, the uh, Varsho struggled early on. You know, he's better now. So, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what they're doing. Yeah, Manoa, you know, he was out there on social media, and, oh, here's the next big star, and nothing's happened. Talking with Bob Nightingale of USA Today, going around Major League Baseball. All right, the Angels, is this the season that they actually make the playoffs with a Tony, uh, Otani and uh, Mike Trout? I still think they're going to fall short. It's a better team, a much better team than the past. Uh, you know, they have a lot of depth. And, uh, you know, Scout and Spring were talking about this team, saying, you know what, you know, they should be around a 585-win team. And I think that's what they are. But I, I just don't think it's going to be enough to make the playoffs. I, I think they're going, to, you know, they're going to tease you all season, and uh, certainly they're going to play well enough, you know, not, you know, not to trade a uh, Otani. Okay, we've had two months with the new rules. What do you like the most, and what are some things that they might want to alter, at least the suggestions for you to alter what they've done so far? I love, well, I love the base running. I love the stolen bases. Uh, you know, I always get sick of guys walking and just standing in first base. Like, hey, all you're doing is plugging the base pass. You know, it's like, you know, get the hit. Uh, you know, or Juan Soto, so he doesn't look for a walk. Now he's finally starting to, you know, Swing the bat a little bit, uh, but yeah, I love that. I mean, the games, you know, the games are flying by. You don't really realize it. I think you know now it kind of dawns on us, you know, how uh, how much dead time there was. So you know, when you're sitting there watching the game, you know, nothing really jumped out except for except for the stolen bases. Oh, offense really hasn't been much of a difference. It really hasn't. I mean, uh, you know, there's a few more balls to get in. You know, teams are still shifting, but you know shifting to a, uh, a lesser degree. But I, I just think 
seeing the uh, seeing the stolen bases go up like that, I, I, I like that the best. Yeah, as far as the ship goes, other than like Anthony Rizzo, and uh, has, has that really made a big difference? Uh, you know, for for le- you know, I like guess especially left-handed hitters. It really hasn't. Yeah, I mean, Rizzo's going to benefit, but a lot of guys haven't. I know the last uh, stats I saw a week ago, uh, it's, ha- it's actually helped the right-handed hitters more than the left-handed hitters by far. Mm. So yeah, it's kind of strange. You know, maybe you guys are swinging the bat different. And, and things like that. And the offensive numbers, a little higher, uh, but not much. I mean, you go back 10 years, those offensive numbers are about the same as a decade ago. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the games are faster. I, I think, you know, pretty much the fans love it. Uh, certainly, I, you know, wherever I go, I do see fans staying around a lot later now before, you know, kind of leave the setting to beat traffic. Now you're, you know, Rushing up to grab a uh, a beer before the uh, concession stands close, <laughs> or between innings, you got to hustle up. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, how close are we to having robot umpires at the major league level? I think 2025 uh, with the challenge system. You know, you got to be able to challenge some calls too. Because those things, you know, some guys, the guys have been through it like it other guys think it's a complete disaster so i love having the umpires there i mean people love seeing the injections the uh interaction i just think that it takes away too much of the game you know that you know people love seeing managers thrown out and arguing and stuff like that what we don't like is that you know when guys are complaining of the balls you know one tenth of an inch outside on the uh on the box on tv it's like swing the bat you know if it's close go hand swing. So it's like the manager, David Ross was saying his favorite game of the year was the Field of Dreams game. Because there's no, you know, there's no box on TV. No one's checking the iPad after every at-bat. There's no, uh, you know, no Wi-Fi and stuff there. So back old school. So yeah, but I, I do think we'll see it in 2025. Largely because of the uh, the gambling. I think just too much money is trying to ride on things or ride on mm-hmm. pitches. At least that will take it off the umpires. Which, you know, people aren't going to second guess it sometime or or question. Say, hey, why was it? I know she missed a couple of calls late. Does he have some money in the game? You know that sort of thing. What's Aaron Boone going to do if there's robot umps? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's out of control. I like it a lot, but when you're when you're ejected already, you know more times than Dusty Baker's entire career is too much. You know, we do it a couple times, you know, a couple times a month. It's like, you know, save it. Uh, you know, I, I was talking to Buddy Black yesterday at the Rockies. He's been injected 35 times. You know, you know, Boone can pass that up this year. The best back to the you know, the ball strike calls. What would be the best challenge system at the major league level for that? I like that you got three challenges. Uh, you know, you'll you'll, you'll, keep, you'll retain them if you're right. Uh, but the interesting thing will be if some guy does it, you know, it's like you better be a good hitter that's, you know, doing the challenge or, or a, uh, a key moment. You don't want a number seven, eight, nine hitter to waste a challenge. Then one of your big boys say, wait a minute, now, now, we, now I can't challenge because you just wasted it. You weren't, you weren't going to get a hit anyway. So I, I think it'd be a lot of strategy to see who's selfish and who isn't. You know, one thing, uh, lastly, uh, one topic uh, I haven't heard much of so far, and we're two months into the season, 
Are there any managers in danger of being replaced? There really isn't. You know, we haven't seen that much in uh, recent years. Uh, it seems like teams are more patient. Teams realize, hey, you know, the, the problem might be uh, upstairs and not on the uh, uh, on the field. So, no, there really uh, is not. I mean, Ali Marmel was ever in trouble in St. Louis. Uh, you know, Schneider, people raise things. David Ross, people are going nuts over. But, no, I don't, I don't think anybody's in trouble right now. I really don't. Bob, always good talking to you. Thanks much. We'll do it again. All right. Thanks for me, Bob. Bye.